All right. Uh, I want to talk to you about cleaning your gun. Uh, I hate it. I hate cleaning my gun. Um, hate it, hate it, hate it. Mainly because it's just a mess. My wife won't let me do it in the house. She's like, they're not using the kitchen table. Now I've got Barrel Buddy. Barrel Buddy. It's going to revolution. This is a total disruptor. You know, you can still go with the T-shirts and stuff them down the barrel. This this is something that is going to change the way you clean your gun. It uh, actually pushes outward to fill the interior of your gun's barrel, and it cleans the rifling grooves as well as the rest of the barrel surface. It's amazing. It's a 3D cylinder made up of polymers that don't leave any residual particles, no mess behind. It cleans and scrubs and collects all the particulates, then absorbs any remaining residue and buffs the interior surface clean. It is really great. Barrel Buddy made entirely here in the United States by a company that totally shares uh, your values and my values. If you're serious about taking good care of your guns, Barrel Buddy is the way to go. Go to BarrelBuddy.com. BarrelBuddy.com. Just check it out. It's really revolutionary. BarrelBuddy.com. A story, maybe it was 2010 or less. I, I don't remember when it was. This story has been going on forever. Um, there is a German family. They were living in uh, Germany. They were homeschooling their kids. That's illegal in Germany. They pulled their kids out because look at the crap we're now teaching our kids. You want your kids in that? Homeschooling's illegal. They faced fines adding up over $10,000. They were threatened with the loss of the custody of their children. Uh, and their children were taken, brought to school by the police. All right, that's how bad it got. In 2010, they came to the United States and asked for asylum. Because of their religious point of view, they were, they were, they were threatened with all kinds of stuff. So they granted they were granted asylum in the U.S., but the government appealed. Two years later, the Sixth Circuit Court finally revoked the asylum status. Supreme Court would not hear the case. At that time, the attorney was told by the Department of Homeland Security they would grant them indefinite deferred action and not deport the family. They went to the ICE office once a year as directed they did everything that they were supposed to do they were just getting a document signed based on you know so they could get employment authorizations in america they have lived within the law the whole time they came here the right way three weeks ago they were told to come back in a month with all of their documents because uh they were going to be deported 
That includes the five children that came with him in 2008, as well as the two that were born here now in America. The oldest children that got married to an American citizen last year. Uh, The first grandchild was born here two weeks ago, and they're supposed to leave America. If they go back, they will face the same persecution, high fines, it will financially ruin their uh, their family. They'll have jail time and lose the custody of their kids. And the older kids that were homeschooled here in America, it will not be counted in Germany. So they will not be able to go for higher education or get good jobs because it won't count. With the hundreds of thousands that are coming across our border every month illegally, and the left says it's all about asylum and persecution, this case is. We're going to talk to them in 60 seconds. So let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. According to a recent article in the Washington Examiner, new home sales fell last month amidst the disastrous effects of Bidenomics catching up with the housing market. The Fed has continued to raise rates since March of last year. Homeowners who got locked into a low rate during the pandemic are holding back on selling their homes. And because of the economy, new homes being built is starting to go away again. Here's the good news. The homes that are on the market, hot commodity. Why is that good news? Because this is where the really great real estate agent gets a chance to shine, to sell your home for the most amount of money and then be able to get you into the home that you want. That's really hard right now. You need the best real estate agent. You can find them at realestateagentsitrust.com. Just tell us where you are buying and selling. We're going to give you the best real estate agent after we vetted all of them. We're going to give you a recommendation. We want you to interview yourself. They don't work for us. It's a free service to you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right. Um... Uva uh, Romaika, uh, Romaika is the dad. He is also with Kevin Bowden. He is a homeschool legal defense association attorney. Did I get any of the uh, the story wrong, Uva? No, it was all right. Thank you for having me on. Uh, the only thing that was different was wrong was the uh, initial day when we or year when we came was two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. We have okay. been here for fifteen years now. Yes. Okay. And I remember we talked to you early on um, because uh, your case was uh, pending, I think, at the time. And mm-hmm. you have lived now here for 15 years. You have been good, mm-hmm. solid citizens. You mm-hmm. you have jobs. You're not depending on the government, correct? That's right, yes. And what happens to you if you go back to Germany? What happens to you and your family? Yeah, since uh, our two youngest ones that were born here in the United States would come with us, of course. Uh, they are now 10 and 12 years old in 5th and 7th grade. Uh, and we would homeschool them in uh, Germany. We would face the same, as you said earlier, persecution with uh, custody, losing custody and uh, fines and possibly jail time and, and all these things. That would be uh, the same as before we left. So and, and, uh, there wouldn't be any way to homeschool in Germany. And why are you homeschooling in Germany? What is what is this really all about? 
Well, uh, we yeah, we have several reasons. Uh, but uh, initially, we started homeschooling because our two oldest children, who at that time were in school for two or three years, uh, their their personality changed. They they became withdrawn. They developed headaches, stomach aches. Um, doctors couldn't tell that, that there was any physical reason. It was all because of bullying and and being fear, having fear to go to school. Uh, and and then later on, we found out uh, that also what they were taught at school was uh, diametrically against what we as Christians believed. So uh, there were so many reasons we didn't want them to go there again. And once we actually started homeschooling, uh, they relaxed. They they became their old selves again. Uh, and they are happy children now and all grown up. I mean, these are now grown up, have good jobs here, and uh, so everything turned out well for them. We wanted to do the best for our children uh, and still want to do that. And so you have two older children that married Americans, uh, yes. and they ha- they're being deported as well? Yes, because uh, they applied for citizenship, but <clears throat> the paperwork hasn't gone through yet, so it's it's still in the process. So they are now all included in the deportation order. <clears throat> okay, so let me talk to your attorney, Kevin. Uh, Kevin works for uh, HSLDA. It is a, a nonprofit organization making homeschooling possible and making sure they're defending uh, the homeschoolers. Kevin, what is what what is happening here? Well, Glenn, thanks for having us on. I just I know you've been supporting his family for for many many years, going all the way back to 2010, 2013, and we appreciate that. You know, we we don't know what's going on. What we do know is they were told to come back in four weeks and to bring their passports to start self deportation. We also, of course, know that ICE, you know, has the ability to execute prosecutorial discretion and to not deport the family. So we know what they've been told to do when we know what's in the authority of ICE to do. And for some reason that, that we don't have yet, they've been told to get ready to go. Uh, huh. All I can think of is, uh, I mean, what would happen if they, they went on vacation and, you know, in Texas and uh, were staying at a friend's house? I mean, what would happen? Well, well, you know, we don't know. I mean, they are under this order of supervision that they've been under for the last 10 years, which does require them to show up to, to these ICE meetings. So they've been directed to come back, and they have an obligation uh, per this order of supervision to show up. And, you know, I, I mean, as you know, I mean, Uva and Hana have been law-abiding individuals in this country since the day they set foot on American soil. And if you know this family like I do, they will do nothing but comply with the law because that's the type of character that this family has. I have to tell you, I, I'm, I'm so disgusted by this. This is truly a family that needs asylum. They don't have the First Amendment in Germany. We have it here to protect people. This is what it means to bring in uh, those who are persecuted, not the hundreds of thousands of of young men without families coming across our border in the middle of night they did it the right way um and this i i tell you kevin this bothers me so deeply um when i first heard this story a couple of weeks ago uh, i think i said this on the air 
it was a very dark day for me. I, I had a really, Stu will tell you, I had a really hard time going on because I thought if this government, with everything that is out of control, has the time to take this family down, they have such malice that it that they're doing things that we can't even imagine. If they're coming after this family, that's malice. And it, it is it is not good for any American. Well, and, you know, Glenn, it, it, it's inconsistent with the secretary, with the, you know, the Department of Homeland Security's own policies. I mean, there's there's guidance memorandum from 2021 from Secretary Mayorkas. And the three priorities are threat to national security, threat to public safety and threat to border security. So, I mean, you, you tell me, where does the Ramaika family fall into these three, three priorities? I mean, they are the lowest of the low in terms of being here in the United States. So, you know, my, my, my thought is just follow your own prior priorities. They're, they're good priorities, but why are we not putting the resources of the U.S. government so, to actually enforce the priorities that, they have, that, that they've identified? So what's the plan? Well, we are, we've got a, a petition we're circulating. We hope to present that to, to President Biden. Oh, jeez. Uh, there's oh, a holy cow. We're in well, that? We're there? Well, it's, it's to demonstrate broad support. Of course, you know, we, you know, we want to just demonstrate that the country is behind this family. Um, Representative Harshberger has filed a private bill in the House of Representatives that's pending before the House Judiciary Committee. We would like members of Congress to support that private bill. They can't co-sponsor, but they can support it. And then Jim Jordan, in that committee or subcommittee, can request a report from ICE with this bill that would effectively uh, be a stay on any removal proceedings. So we're asking the Judiciary Committee, the House Judiciary Committee, to request that report. To tell, I used to tell them, what's going on? Why are you deporting this family? What's going on? Give us the backstory. Give us the reason. And that would provide some temporary reprieve, at least, to the Ramica family. And then long term, we would love a private bill uh, in the Senate as well. And, uh, you know, those are a couple of the angles that, that we're looking at right now, which would allow them to stay and, and to continue their life here as we pursue some longer term strategies. Okay, so here's if you're listening now, I mean, if you're not listening, then how are you hearing me? But if you're listening now, I want you to go to HSLDA, HSLDA.org slash uh, Romica, which is R O M E I K E. Rome Ike is how you spell that hslda.org slash Rome Ike um, and sign this. I am on the website right now and I am going to sign my name to it. I never sign petitions, but I will sign a petition for this family. Um, this is totally outrageous. What else can we do to help this family? Well, I, I mean, Uva can speak as well, but I mean, what he would say also is pray. Uh, you know, th this yeah. is a faith-filled family. They love the Lord. And, you know, as Hannah has told me many, many times, I mean, we, we appeal to the Most High, and the Most High can take action and supernaturally intervene. And so I know from their hearts, uh, that's something that everyone, regardless of whether they sign, donate, whatever, that's something they can do. Can I uh, invite the, I'm saying this without any no, knowing uh, of my schedule at all here, so I apologize to my production staff. 
But I would like to invite the family, especially the kids that were born here and the older kids. Um, I would like to interview them and make sure that people see this family and what you're really all about. Can we get you guys to come in for that? We would love to, yes. Thank you. I, I am... I have done more apologizing to foreigners for my country in the last five to eight years uh, that I, I thought I would never have to do this. We have done so many immoral things. We have done so many things against God. We have so lost our way. We don't even know who we are anymore. And my apologies for uh, what our country is doing to you and your family. This is absolutely immoral. And uh, I thank you for being uh, people that still love our country, despite what we've done. Yes. And we love the American people, and it's, it's really a minority that, is, uh, that are the bad people. I think most of the Americans are good people and believing people, Christian people. And we are very thankful for all the support through prayer and um, people who laughed on us when we first came here. So uh, we feel very blessed to be here. Thank you for your all support. You bet. Thank you. We'll be in touch. Guys, thank you so much. It's hslda.org slash Romica, which is Rome Ike, R-O-M-E-I-K-E. I have to tell you, this is one I will go and camp outside of their house and surround their house with like-minded, loving Christian people who will just not break arms on our knees. We just go and kneel around their house in droves and we lock arms and we just pray for this family. And if they have to haul if they have to haul me to jail so they can get to that family, so be it. I've I've had enough. I've had enough. And I don't want to be a part of any anything that is violent, is trying to overthrow anything. But there comes a time where we have got to stand or kneel. Begging and, and relying on the protection of divine providence. Back in just a minute. Uh, if you own a gun, you need to be really responsible with that gun. And I know the people uh, in this audience that own guns are responsible. We lock it up. We keep it away from children. We learn how to shoot. We learn how to handle it safely. We don't use it in anger. We don't use it in anything but self-defense or sport. If you own a gun, one of the responsible things is to be good at using that gun. Otherwise, it's just going to be, it's going to make things worse for you. So... Going to the range, you know, once a week and and firing a gun gets very expensive these days because of what the government is doing to the Second Amendment. 
there is a, a, a device now called Mantis X that is really good. It will improve your shooting quickly, whether you're going to, you know, fire actual rounds or you're dry firing practicing. Uh, it'll give you instant feedback with what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. 94% of the shooters improve within 20 minutes. I mean, it is honestly, you'll see it on a Bluetooth screen, either your phone or your iPad. You'll see exactly what you're doing, and it then tells you how to fix it. It's truly amazing and will save you a buttload of money. It's MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I'm going to give you something that came out of Washington yesterday that is the most common sense, decent, impassioned plea for what is going on in our country on the border. Um, I, I, I watched it twice. I was like, I, I can't believe this is being said by a politician. This is true. And the reason why it was you can tell there was the fire of the eternal truth behind the words. Uh, by the way, we're going to talk about, we talked in the first hour of today's broadcast podcast um, all about the uh, debate last night. It was a horror show. It was embarrassing. And I swear to you, between this debate, and we're going to talk about this tonight, I, I want to know, was there a winner last night? I think it was Donald Trump, just because he wasn't there, so he didn't have any of the stink on him from last night's debate. The biggest loser was, I thought, Fox and the GOP. But in, in looking at this, the GOP is about to get a double whammy. They, they are the ones that okayed this debate with Fox and with Univision. Why? I don't know. But they're the ones that wanted it this way. And then this weekend, they're going in for the budget deal. And the GOP is so far off message, they don't get it. They don't get where people in this country actually live what they actually feel spiritually, what they actually feel at the supermarket, when they go into their jobs, when they drop their kids off to school, I think the GOP is done. Join me for a TV broadcast tonight all about that. Steve Dace, Stu, Pat going to join me roundtable. And that's coming up on blazetv.com tonight. The Glenn Beck Program. Are you tired of not only paying far too much for your mobile phone service, but also knowing that some of the exorbitant amount of money that you're shelling out every month is going to support causes that you not only don't believe in, but causes that you are absolutely against, like abortion? Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage. You can access any of the three major networks that everybody's on, but you don't have to worry that part of your bill is going to fund leftist causes. You not only get great service a great price, but you're also sending a message to the rest of the country and to these big mobile companies. You support free speech and religious freedom and the sanctity of life and the Second Amendment and common decency. Switch. Do it right now. This is the lowest hurdle for you to get involved. 
Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use my name, Beck. Join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT. Tonight, it is back-to-back, Studios America, Glenn TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This story I just told you about, I, I've, 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 I've hit my limit. I've hit my limit. I, no tolerance for this. I mean, I really feel like this... This story about this German family that's been going on now for 15 years. They have come to America because they were actually religiously persecuted by Germany. That's why we are a refuge. That's why. That's why. Send us your poor, your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. That is a challenge to Europe. You send me the people you say can't make it. And you watch them flourish here. That's what that means. Not just have everybody overrun our borders and chaos. AOC compared what's happening on our border to Ellis Island. God, I wish there was an Ellis Island. We knew who was coming into the country. We sent some back. This is not Ellis Island. And now you have a Christian family. And I don't care what color they are. If they were from Africa and the story was the same. If they were from Venezuela and the story was the same. I would be saying the same thing. I had to tell you, when I was talking to them, I, I was like, this is, I mean, I should hide this family. I should hide this family. This is, I mean, to me, this is, this is the beginning of what happened in Germany. Now, we're, we're still a long way away from a death camp, and it doesn't ever have to go there. But this is how it starts. You're letting people come across the border by the millions. They don't need to have the vaccine. They don't they can send their kids in. You don't have to have the, you know, MMR shot. You don't have to have anything. You don't have to play by the rules for any reason. Because the government likes you. But a family who comes in the right way, does it the right thing, proves for 15 years they're solid citizens. They're shipped back? Why? Why? Because this government has a problem with a Christian family coming in. And you know what? This family will go back to Germany and they won't say anything because that's who they are. They're good, decent people. I am. Who the hell? Who in Virginia is going to lead a campaign? Have you signed that particular, um, what do you call it? Petition. Have you signed that? Will you sign that? Please do. 
hslda.org slash Rome Ike. Saying it the way it's spelled. R-O-M-E-I-K-E. Rome Ike. And read about the family. Read about who they are. I don't care. Uh, and um, this one, and I don't know if they'd even do it, but I mean, if, if as long as the people that are there are Christians who actually live the faith, meaning they worship a God of peace and they understand the difference between Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and will walk like Jesus walked. To make his point, he sacrificed himself to save us. I, 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 I will go and kneel at that house every day. I, I, I mean, this is, to me, this is such injustice. And it is everywhere. And one of these things is going to hit you. This one just hit me. This is not who we are. This, to me, because it's the same thing. This, to me, is the same thing I felt when we were leaving people behind in Afghanistan. They were innocent people. They were marked for death. Marked for death. These guys aren't marked for death, but they'll be in jail. They'll be financially ruined. Their children will never get a good job in Germany because all of, the, all of their schooling doesn't count. It's persecution. And it's our government putting our American values aside. Let me, let me give you something good. We're all sitting here debating the, the border, and we've been telling you, this is so bad. Women are being raped. Children are being taken into sex slavery. Drugs are coming across our border. Fentanyl is killing our citizens. And they'll do nothing there. They'll take these German people and send them back. But they'll do nothing on our border. I heard a senator. I heard a senator talk about this yesterday. And I want you to hear her. Listen to what she said in a press conference. That's exactly right. Senator Graham, thank you for putting this together. Thank you for your leadership. Um, one of the things that you touched on at the very beginning is that Democrats say we have no solutions. I guarantee you, if you take a look at this group up here, we have put forth solution after solution after solution. I mean, you look at H.R. 2 and what you're trying to move here in the Senate. You look at the work you've done. Guys, I would have never seen the border firsthand if this woman didn't know that I needed to see it immediately upon entering the United States Senate. I followed up with a trip with John Cornyn because they care. These people down there, Senator Blackburn would talk to them. She knew them. 
We walked through and we got to hear women tell us their story. And their stories are brutalizing. And to Senator Cruz's point, if you're not telling it, that's on you. Because when a woman sits there and she tells you not just about being raped, but how many times a day she's raped, when she tells you about having to lay in that bed while they come in and out and in and out, it's disgusting and it's despicable. Folks, you look at the number of people that have died at the border because Joe Biden has made it more and more enticing to come here. Make no mistake, this is a result of failed policies. We could fix this. We can't throw money at this and fix it. We have to actually change the policies. I looked in the eyes of CBP agents who said we're exhausted. We're not only having to be paper pushers, we're also trying to do what we did, what we took an oath of office to do, and that is protect this border. But when they tell you about finding small children who have drowned in that river or pulling a lifeless body of a woman who is pregnant with twins, it changes the way you think about what's happening. Drug cartels, guys, they have their tentacles all over this country. We need you to start telling that story. To Senator Cruz's point, they will tell you exactly how much they paid to get here. Then they'll tell you where they're going, what their job's gonna be, and how much more they owe. Got it? And guess what? Just the other day in Alabama, a gentleman told me, if you will come back here with me in this neighborhood right behind you, you will see migrants who are here illegally and they will tell you about the drug cartels coming around every other week to collect. Guys, that's not the American dream. That's an American nightmare. We know what policies work. President Trump had secured the border. We know what to do. We just have to have a leader who has the courage to do it. And I am so sick of Joe Biden lecturing us about the soul of America. Let me tell you, he needs to have the heart to actually listen to people. He needs to have the compassion to, to actually hear those stories, um, the willingness to work with people. And Joe Biden needs the courage to take decisive action. We are standing here ready to do this. And what he put forth in that supplemental is an absolute joke. It will only facilitate this crisis more and more every day. By the end of his tenure, we will have over 10 million people here, which would make that, by the way, if you put everybody in one place, the, what, 11th largest state in the United States of America. Folks, this is out of control. We've got to do something. We would not allow this to happen in a third world country. We should, or certainly should not allow it to happen in the United States of America. I think that is the most honest border assessment I've heard that Senator uh, Katie Britt, she's from Alabama. That's a politician who says what they mean and mean what they say. It's refreshing. Honestly, you know, we say all the time, I'm fighting for my country. I'm fighting for Constitution. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, today is a great example. I'm fighting for my own soul and the soul of my children. I am fighting 
against evil. How can you keep a border open when you know this is going on? You know this is going on. We're killing our own people with fentanyl. People are coming over. Women are being raped day after day, multiple times a day, just to get here. We're turning a blind eye to our, our, our overlords on the border, the drug cartels. We are cutting our own fences while we cut our own throats. I'm glad I'm at the end of today's broadcast because I don't have anything else to say. Inflammation, even just the word sounds unpleasant. There are a lot of people in the world who suffer from frequent pain and inflammation is usually the thing causing it. Inside your body, joints can begin to swell. The next thing you know, you have pain radiating outward from those sources in your body. You've heard hundreds of people talk about it over the years and I know from personal experience, get your life back. Please just try this. We need everybody in the game. Please try Relief Factor. It may not work for you. 70% of the people go on to order more month after month. You just try it for three weeks. If it's not working, stop taking it. But if you can get out of pain, man, it is worth that 20 bucks. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Call them now, 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Or relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. We are all awaiting whether Glenn Beck will be able to speak in this particular break. As we uh, went to break, he indicated that he would not be able to say anything else. And he's now sitting here with the microphone a couple feet away from him. So let's go on a uh, maybe a little adventure to the city of Philadelphia. As we saw a live streaming of a looting situation where when an Apple store got cleaned out, a Lululemon. I mean, Lululemon products may be more expensive than apple products so that's the place to hit and our friend a new friend to america a wonderful woman named meatball came to the rescue of all of us and she was able to live stream all of the looting while collecting goods for herself and then and this is a shocking i will say a legitimately shocking turn of events as our new friend Meatball was then pictured in a mugshot. Yes, there actually seems to be at least some consequences for the actions of live streaming yourself through looting. And the picture is really one you need to see if you haven't seen it yet. Because the it's mid just oceans of tears running down her face as she's very apparently shocked that she got arrested for live streaming her stealing thousands of dollars of goods during a riot and people are mocking our friend meatball which is legitimately what she's called apparently 
people are mocking Meatball because she was apparently surprised and was arrested and then very upset at her arrest. But if you, just put yourself for a second in this situation. If you happen to be part of a minority community and you were live streaming your stealing of thousands of dollars of merchandise, would you think you'd get arrested in this day and age? No. No? I don't think I would. I think I would be, if anything, celebrated by the media and by people all around the city. And if anything, they would blame others for my actions. So I actually have some sympathy for Meatball. I have some sympathy for Meatball here. How was she supposed to know she'd get arrested for this? What piece of evidence exists in last three years in this country that she would get arrested for looting and filming it? Why would she believe she would, Glenn? Maybe the good news is is that things are changing. Maybe that's the good news. Maybe. Here. That would be incredibly inspiring if, if true. I knew Meatball would get you back on the yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I have no idea what truth even is anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just let me leave you with this thought. Do not depend on the arm of man. Men will fail you over and over and over again. We must start looking toward the king we do serve, not a king of this world. The Glenn Beck Program.